everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're really excited today. I love talking to directors of Hallmark films. And today we are talking with director Linda Lisa Hader. And uh, she is the director for Cranberry Christmas coming out this week. And we're really excited to see the film. We love Nikki Deloach and uh, it just sounds really fun. So we're really excited to see it. And thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's such a treat. I really do love talking to directors. It's so interesting to me to find out the uh, the whole experience of sort of of uh, crafting these these films or any film, I think it's really these interesting to hear the. These ones are so detailed, you know. There's I know especially the Christmas ones. There's so there's so much more than just the story. It's so much about the visual as well, which gets your your blood yeah. pumping for the season. And there's so much about the music. And there's all these other elements about festive movies that mm-hmm. we kind of count on. And I think this year we're going to count on it even more. I think so too. I was going to ask you about that because uh, it's been quite the year. <laughs> and uh, what was the, when we were all quarantined, what was that experience like for you? I know that we're all kind of, most of us are working in some way now, but uh, what was that experience like for you? Actually, I mean, I, I'm sort of a glass half full person. I know it is devastating for the world, for the people, mm-hmm. for the planet, absolutely devastating. But in in my small little place here we tried to turn it into something beautiful so we planted seeds in our garden with our five-year-old we watched plants bloom we did baking like everybody else did i did zoom art classes for his montessori school so the kids could still connect even though they couldn't be together physically Mm -hmm. Uh, we had family time we went hiking we played at the beach we just did family stuff which was just finding something beautiful in amongst all the the sadness going on around us because I wanted my my child to take something good from it because as he gets older he'll understand the reality of what was really going on but I want to cushion it now mm-hmm. so that he can blend his own story of the reality and what his family life was like during mm-hmm. that time well I think that that's what you have to do just to survive I mean yeah uh, I mean a certain we all have our bad days we all have our cynical days that's gonna happen yeah uh, but I don't know I think you have to find a way to you know just it's a survival mechanism you have to have find a way to get through it and to. not be miserable every day <laughs> and it's a choice right and we're not mm-hmm. all given the uh it doesn't come naturally for a lot of people I know mm-hmm. and I think it take, it's worth taking the time to find those things and doing those things. I mean, remember Oprah used to talk about the gratitude journal and things like that, you know, years ago. And I think all those things, checking in and being grateful for what you do have and always remembering that and, and reminding yourself that. So it's not always reminding yourself to wear a mask and wash your hands and do all the things we have to physically do, but that, that emotional work as well. Yeah. To remind yourself of what's important, what you do have and treasure it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the last few months, I have uh, been able to go to actually go to my local movie theater in a very safe environment. Usually, I'm only, there's only two or three other people there. Wow, and that life. yeah, Not that experience. Yeah, I, I I know I'm very fortunate. But I, anyway, I was just talking to a friend, and we we're talking about well, how do you decide like what risks to take, and yes. and where do you? And I was like, well. I, I mean, I'm still, I'm not going to church. I'm not like, there's a long list of things I'm not doing. Yes. And the thing is, is that like staying inside with no other human interaction, cause I'm single, yeah. that's a risk. That's a health risk. 
<laughs> you know, and so you got to kind of balance everything. And can I do something safe in a, uh, in a way that will help, uh, you know, that well will help my, uh, my sanity, my mental health, uh, yes. you know, and so what am I going to do, whether it's, that's just what I ended up doing a couple times, but you know, other people, it's I, everybody's having to make their own decisions kind of about what to do, whether you go, you know, you go to the beach, you go to whatever, you know, depending on your environment and your comfort level and your risk factors and all of that stuff is all kind of taken into place. Yes, it is. Did you feel mm-hmm. safe? Were you okay? Was it a good experience? It was a great experience. I felt oh, very, very, very okay. safe. And right. uh, so, yeah, it was a great experience for me. Um, but I just think that every, like, there's all these factors that kind of come into play with this whole situation. It can be pretty stressful. It's very stressful. Mm-hmm. Going to the grocery store is stressful. Yeah. Your car is stressful. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's a scary time, but I think it will pass. I mm-hmm. mean, this stuff happens. It's happened to humanity forever. We've had pandemics, you know, we've had it. This is something we have to do. We have to cope with it and we have to find our way through and it will pass. Yeah. So you have done a lot of writing according to your IMDb in the past. And so was that kind of what you, where you started and then moved into directing? No, I grew up in film because my father okay. was a director and oh. I, I grew up on sets as a little girl. He always put me in his commercials. When he did, there was commercial work here a lot in Vancouver, BC uh, in the 70s. So he put me in his commercials. And so I just knew what a set was. Um, and then I strayed away from it because I, I like to paint and I, do, I did other artistic things. And I got into film later and I was a script supervisor. So mm. that's the person that sits beside the director. Oh, I did okay. that for over 25 years. So you basically, I, I learned firsthand everything right there, day in, day out, being on set for a quarter of a decade. And then I finally segued on a TV show called iZombie into uh, directing. That's neat. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I didn't realize what a script, su- script supervisor did. So that's yeah, interesting. It's, it's a mysterious job. Yeah, you're in charge of <laughs> of being the liaison between the editor and the director. And you work with the actors to get their lines right and make sure they're doing everything the same way twice. You know, when you watch a film and you'll suddenly cut to a close up and somebody's hand will be holding another hand or they'll have their, like what your hand's doing, touching your ear right now or doing Mm -hmm. that with your ear. When you do a wider shot, you have to make sure the actor does that at the same line so that it will cut smoothly. So you've got to watch every single detail. Yeah. So you're really concerned with continuity I, for that, for, for that. that job. Yes. Yeah, now I'm concerned job. with creativity. <laughs> which I That's great. Prefer. That's very interesting. I like learning yeah. about, uh, so if you're in a multi-camera sh- show, then it's all, then you have to think about all the different cameras and the different yes. angles and yes. Yes. what the director wants. Yes. And the eye lines, making sure everything's right. And just making sure when it gets to into the editing room that it will cut nicely and become a mm-hmm. smooth, a smooth scene. So iZombie was the first show that you ended up transitioning into directing. That's right. Yeah. It was a great one. It was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. How, how, how did that end up happening? Um, I just dedication. I just kept saying, I really want to have an opportunity, opportunity every year. I would, I would ask for the opportunity to be considered. And finally, one year they said, okay, you're on. And they gave me one. Mm-hmm. And then I got another one the next season. And I realized I quite liked it because it was just so creative and I'm a really creative person. And it was, it was just the right fit and the right time. 
And you know, it's opening up for women now, as you know, the world is changing a little bit, a little bit more progressive for us. And, you know, had this come about 10 years ago, it would have been a lot harder, I think, to, to get into this mm-hmm. position. It's mo- it has mostly been males, as you know, as directors. Uh-huh. So it's really changing now for women and, and these opportunities are coming up. So I, it was the right time, the right place. And uh, I love it. Do you think that television is, is, has any, any uh, upper leg on, on film as far as, uh, as far as diversity or is it pretty much the same? That's a good question. I don't know, actually. I don't know about the big features. I think it's all changing. I think people are waking up to the, to the fact that we need to be more, we need to be more inclusive. Mm-hmm. We just have to, it's time. Women are amazing. Let's get a crack at it, guys. Let's give us a crack at it. Cause we're really yeah. good. What do you think a woman's perspective adds to a project in, in general? I'll tell you Obviously. something happened last night, actually. I was filming a scene last night. And one of the actors, a male actor, an older white male actor pulled me aside and he says, he goes, L, people call me LL. LL, I have to tell you, I was talking to some other actors last week and I have to say, it is so refreshing to have such a communicative director. He goes, you're so good at communication. And we were talking about that. And I wonder if that, you know, in relationships, we often hear that women are generally, not always, but generally mm-hmm. the better communicators. I think women women have a good eye for detail. I think women are good at communication. I think women can be very patient. I think women can be very sensitive and kind. You know, I think there's things that we have just always had as some of our qualities, maybe a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, and we yeah. can also be good leaders as well. We can do all, I think we can do it all. That's great. Uh, so the, uh, with Cranberry Christmas, uh, how did you end up becoming involved in that project? Uh, I think my agent uh, hammered on their door and I went down and met the, some of the Hallmark people. And I really wanted to break into the Hallmark family because the thing that I like about it for me personally is I don't want to do projects that have violence in them or have mm-hmm. bad messages. I think there's just too much of that. And I think we need to tread gently on this earth. And I like how Hallmark does that. Mm-hmm. I like how it gives stories that uh, leave you feeling you know, sometimes when you watch something, you can either exhale or inhale. And inhaling is tense and exhaling is relaxing. Generally, with these Hallmark movies, you end up at the end just feeling a little warmer and you're exhaling and you're a bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. That kind of feeling. I like yeah. that. I want to well, leave that, good to hear. that nice, nice work, nice project. <laughs> yeah. So did you know that having this movie be about a separated couple was unusual for Hallmark? Oh, yes, I did. And yeah. I was- that I got this one I was so thrilled yeah yes yes I was just like ripe for this one because it's real Mm. I like the reality of it yeah but it's still kind you know it's real but it's still kind but it's relatable Mm -hmm. there's so many people who go through this I've been through this everybody goes through stuff right and we should and we should show it because it I think it can help people either be inspired to find their way through it rather than just bailing mm-hmm. right sometimes it's just easier to bail on a relationship and these two Gabe and and um Dawn they they can't communicate they are so good at their their business and they're they're outside of the marriage work but their marriage work itself they've let slip and it's it's I think it's a really good message for people to say if you let it slip which it can happen you can mm-hmm. find your way back. You just have to find your communication. You have to yeah. 
you have to remember your love, remember your commitment and focus on that. You have to take the time to focus on it. You have to remember it and you have to check in. And it's, you know, the stories about them losing it and finding their way back. And it's, it's real. Yeah. I'm really intrigued because yeah, we've never had a story like that for one of these Hallmark Christmas movies. So it's something different. And I think it's going to be really interesting. And I appreciate that Nikki especially is trying to kind of push the, uh, the genre, uh, I feel like every year she kind of tries to do something a little bit different. She's and just such, she's such an important woman on this earth right now. She really is. She's yeah. a special lady. She's, she's, she's some kind of angel, that girl. Yeah. She's one of our favorites. We love her. And she raved about you. That's the whole reason I, I was like, we need to interview her. <laughs> she's <laughs> such a honey. So, you know, her. you, you know what she's yeah. like. And she was perfect for this role too. In fact, I'd love to know what you feel when you see it. I'd love to okay. hear what you say. Do write me or something and let me know what you think. Because her, the chemistry between those two, they're so funny. <laughs> oh, they're so good. I mean, even though yeah. they're tough, you know, there's some tough moments in the movie, which I want there to be because it's uh-huh. real. We can't, I don't want to gloss over the reality of what, what it was. So we, go, we do go there. We go there like a normal couple does. But they somehow make you just fall in love with them. And we want to see more. I want to see more about them. Mm-hmm. They're so much fun to watch. That's great. Uh, when when did you become involved in the project? Um, good question. When was it? June, June maybe? Okay. June, maybe? Mm-hmm. I haven't had much sleep in the last few months. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was warm outside. It was summer. <laughs> you know, did things have to be kind of changed a lot because of the COVID? Absolutely. Uh, to the script 100%. and stuff. Yes. Hundred percent. It is a whole different world for shooting. Um, yeah, it's it's and it's good. I, you know what? I'll tell you something. I'll tell you a secret. I felt safer on a film set than I do walking down the street mm. because it's quite strict. It's quite mm-hmm. strict. Wiping down, washing hands. You have to wear a colored wristband after you've had your temperature taken. You filled a questionnaire every day. You have to have everything checked. And then you're not allowed on set unless you have this colored wristband. You have to prove that you had all these checks. It's quite secure. It's quite safe. Wiping down props every time we do a take. Uh, having to physically distance people and with lots of extras. You know, it's, it's just a different way of shooting. Yeah. Yeah. I knew. But as far as the script, did you have to make changes to the actual script? No, the script. Because you couldn't have. I I felt the script was fairly um, standard, whether it was COVID or not. We just had to take extra precautions with everything that we did and Mm -hmm. be very mindful as we went scene through scene. Yeah. That must have been, especially for your first first feature film with Hallmark, that must have been overwhelming. Uh, it was it was challenging challenging but, yeah but I, I agree with it though i mean i'm I, sure i i believe in this i i'm a full believer that this is something that's happening on the planet and we need to respect each other and look after each other so it's fine it just takes a little bit more time that's all mm-hmm. i'll say it just takes more time more just be more careful yeah that's great uh so how, how do you know how the screenwriter how they came up with this whole idea I have, she hasn't told me that actually. I would mm. love to know. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. Really, I hope she'd be interesting. More. I hope she does yeah. more for this couple. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, what, in addition to the COVID challenges, you're also shooting a Christmas movie in summer. So what's that like? Oh, girl, I can't tell you how difficult <laughs> that was. 
There were days, uh, poor Nikki and Ben, You'll when you see it, you'll see them in puffer jackets, wool coats, scarves, gloves. When the hottest days of the summer, we had to do this big scene and we had to put uh, sh- spray shaving cream into the trees to make uh-huh. them all. And, um, and then sort of a cotton blanket on the ground, shaving creams flying everywhere. We're sweating, it's dripping off because it's melting. Nikki's, you know, she's, she, she, oh God, the poor girl. She must've been so hot. Cause I was just like in t-shirts and, you know, light trousers and these guys, these troopers in their beautifully colored red puffy coats and this and that. Yeah. Don't know how they did it. Do you just kind of, as far as the snow and everything like that, is that, do you just handle that, the, like the prop department just says that down? It's special effects and a greens department. And they Uh all these around and they hose them down with shaving cream. And (laughs) and then we have, and then, you know, when it's snowing in the scene, in those, there's scenes where it snows. So we have a, um, above the camera, we'll have like a framework with this snow-like substance and they'll shake it and then we'll have a fan and it'll blow the snow down through this, almost like a mesh screen and this beautiful snowflake substance will call it, come down with a little breeze and it looks so real it's so good but there's mosquitoes there and it's hot and and we're trying not to have the mosquitoes bite and you'll see them you'll actually see some mosquitoes in there pretend they're snowflakes but there's some mosquitoes <laughs> i'll be hot. looking for them now now that i know that that's so funny <laughs> so what is your favorite part of directing uh, working with the actors and the creativity, just watching, mm-hmm. you know, when you watch something, whether it's on a screen or watching it live as an actor's working and you get those goosebumps, you know, mm-hmm. that feeling where they, yeah. something in your heart moves or you get scared or you feel empathy or you feel love or you feel their pain. When you get to those moments, watching that with an actor, that's what I love. Yeah. I know they shoot these on really short timelines uh, and they had a little bit longer, I guess, for the COVID shoots, but, but um, do you, every day, do you look at the dailies and then see where you're at and what you need to shoot? I don't, well, I know what I always need to shoot, but I don't have time to the weekends because it is, they're Mm. very long days. Yeah. Very Very long long days. Yeah. Yeah. So on the weekends, then you look at the dailies. That's right. That's right. No yeah. rest for the weary, right? No, no. You get about five hours sleep and you're up and at oh it again. Yeah, it's, it's intense. Um, yeah, that it's is intense. intense. It's okay. You just plow through it. It's a really fun experience when you do one and then you can rest after. Mm-hmm. So you are working right now as we speak on Christmas and Christmas and Evergreen 4. Is that correct? That's right. Oh my gosh. We are so excited for this. Uh, we had been hoping cause we interviewed and Antonio Cayon. <gasps> Did you? Uh, yes. Right. It was one of my favorite interviews we've ever done. Uh, right around when the, the protests were at the kind of the heat of their fervor. And oh, um, we interviewed him and we had an amazing discussion <gasps> about diversity, inclusivity. And, and it's really, I really love that uh, interview and, and so I was so happy to hear that he, you know, says a leading role Wait in Rakia. See him? Oh, he's so good in this too. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, I'll have to listen to that one. He, he is. A yeah, I'll man. send you the link. Uh, but yeah, he's he's phenomenal, and I can't wait. It's definitely past due for him oh, to have the leading bro, it role. Is. It is, and you're going to fall in love with them. It's wonderful. 
because him and Rukia were my favorite parts of uh, volume three. Yes. Whatever they call it. I actually much preferred them over the lead couple in that movie as much as I love Paul and Paul Green and Maggie Lawson. I, I felt that they didn't have their best chemistry and I was kind of always waiting for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's and, so oh, yeah. you will love it. I, I love her too. And oh, she's. I hope to be friends with her forever. I'm so glad I met her in this. She's just lovely. Oh, that's awesome. I've been I so can't lucky wait. to have Nikki and Rukia. They are just incredible mm. human beings. Yeah, you picked two really, really gems, really Aren't wonderful you lucky? people. Yeah. I'm so lucky. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, we're really excited about Christmas and Evergreen 4. And I'm glad that they, because the first three, they kept adding somebody new. And now they're just working with that cast because it's almost like how, how big, do you, if you just keep adding people, like well, how many few, more people? There's a few additions. I won't tell you who, but there's a couple Ooh. of additions. Yeah. Some new additions. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but in, and you have all sort of, do you have all of the people coming back making cameos or just pretty Ashley much, yeah. or? Pretty much. Yes. And then so uh, it- let me know. I have a crossover from Cranberry and to Evergreen. Oh, you Oh, you yeah. do? not a character, <laughs> but an actor. You bet. Oh, yep. that's exciting. Somebody really, really rocked Cranberry. We were able to bring on to Evergreen. <laughs> I'll let you see it. <laughs> did did um Zach do the script for this one as he well? Did. He did the last one. He did this one with another writer called Shari Sharp. Oh, okay. Two cool. it together. Yeah. I love him. He's great. Oh, he's, oh what a nice man. Oh, mm-hmm. my. Yeah. Shari's yeah. lovely too. That's cool. Uh, and it's all about surrounding, you don't have to give too many details, but it's the surrounding Holly Robinson Pete's character's wedding. Is that right? Uh, maybe. 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 Okay. Good. <laughs> I mean, what's it like creating the whole aesthetic of Evergreen? Well, it's, it's such a picturesque... For me, it's magical. And I, uh-huh. I love magic. I believe in magic. Uh, I always had Christmas magic. My parents gave that to me as a child and I, I'm putting it into this film right from the the get-go, as soon as it starts, the opening, the storybook sequence, right through to the end. I'm just, Mm -hmm. there's so much magic in it. Well, just the town itself is so magical. Yeah. And uh, you know, you got that magical red truck. (laughs) Yes, you do. Yeah, uh, that's cool. And you got the um, the snow globe and it's it's kind of like it's inside a snow globe. So it's a lot of fun you got to work with barbara niven she's the best oh isn't she i just did a couple of scenes with her yesterday oh poor thing it was pouring rain yesterday unfortunately oh, no. and she still looks like this amazing hollywood star and i don't know how she manages she <laughs> looked absolutely perfect we, we put some screens up so she wouldn't get wet but it's still you know blowing rain and cold and damp somehow she magically looks like this glamorous amazing woman walking through some trees i don't know how she does it she's she's yeah. magic i don't know something about her she's magic that's she looks great. Beautiful. Yeah, no, I agree. She's so good. She's a wonderful interview. Uh, so, and then working with Holly Robinson Pete, that must be fun. That's fun. I've got a whole day with her on Monday. Uh-huh. Lots of scenes with her. Yeah, she's a oh. lot of fun. She's got some really fun stuff to do on Monday, actually. She has a big day ahead of her. It's going to be really yeah. fun. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. And it must be, it must be really satisfying with, I mean, especially after you do all this work, but then finally see, cause you're seeing it in all these pieces. It's not like you film it chronologically, 
But so when you, when you finally see it all kind of come together, that must feel really good. Oh, it's that, remember talking about that wonderful exhale feeling? Yeah. The best exhale feeling in the world. When you see it after you walk away from the edit suite. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. (laughs) Like we nailed it. I love it. Yeah, I hope so. It's Mm -hmm. looking so beautiful and so magical. I hope everybody just gets that Christmas spirit and that lovely fuzzy feeling when they watch it. That's great. That's great. All right. Well, we had a lot of fun having you here, but we like to end our interviews with some fun, silly questions. So, okay. all right. What is your favorite holiday drink? You know what? You'll probably know the name of it. I can't remember the name of it. What it is. It's, it's like, a, is it called a French 75 or something like that? It's got the lemon and is it lemon and gin or something? And oh, you yeah. shoot the rim. Um, and it's a Christmas version of it. And I've forgotten. It's like a French 75, but it's got another name. So it's, it's, and it's uh, ginger and you do like a ginger oh. syrup and you do fresh squeezed lemon and, but there's a sweetness to it. I don't know if, if my husband makes them for me and oh. it's something that, you know, you start off December 1st to December 31st. <laughs> They're so beautiful. And uh-huh. uh, with the sugar rim, it looks, you know, all crystally and frosty and, and there you uh, go. one or two of yeah. them in the movie and I'm having a wonderful Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> Good. Okay, great. Okay. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Uh, chocolate, 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 chocolates, chocolates, <laughs> more chocolates. It's the one month where I always have chocolates out in a little dish on the table. Oh. I always pull out every night, you know, the good ones. My yeah. mom uh, do you have one cold. that you're kind of hoping for? And then one you're like, oh, I like I that one. dark chocolate, strawberry creams, dark oh. chocolate, vanilla creams. You know, those with the creamy centers and the dark chocolate. Uh-huh. Oh, and salted caramels. Oh, chocolate. Yeah, salt I love cream. salted caramels. Me too. Okay. So all of that, not <laughs> all of that. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. The, the fruit ones, I, I'm not a huge fan of s- certain fruit combinations. It has to, I don't know. Well, it, it like orange and chocolate can be good. I like those yeah. chocolate oranges. Those are good. Those yeah, yeah, those are good. But yeah. sometimes it's 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 a little bitter. I don't know to me, and I don't yeah. really like that. But uh, anyway, it's fun. Um, okay, what's your favorite Christmas song or carol? Christmas song. Okay, my favorite traditional carol. Is it called the Little Drummer Boy? Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really beautiful one. There's a contemporary new one, actually, I like. Um, did you ever watch Jesus Christ Superstar? Um, I know it a little bit. Yeah. It was yeah, a, a rock it. opera that came out in the 70s. And right. Ted Neely played uh, Jesus. And he's and he still they still do the he tours the world still doing this production. I can't believe it's still going all these years later. It's amazing. He did a Christmas carol that came out last year or the year before called. Uh, do you know the song? Oh, Holy Night. Mm hmm. He did a version of that. That version by Ted Neely is my absolute oh. favorite forever. It's quite heavy, but mm-hmm. it's incredibly powerful. And and I just have grown up with his voice because he played the role of Jesus in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know any different for that. I've just heard it since I was a little girl. Sure. So his voice just resonates for me. And that's my favorite current Christmas carol. That's great. I, I'll have to listen to that. That sounds really good. Uh, okay, what is your favorite classic Christmas movie to watch? Black and white uh, version of A Christmas Carol, the mm-hmm. old one. With and Alistair Sim. Yes, that one. Yeah, that and one's that, my favorite too. Is it? Yeah. Isn't it good? I love it. Yeah, it's you really, really good. I love that one. Mm-hmm. And then contemporary would definitely be Love Actually. 
Okay. Yeah. You like that one? Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. That. I do. I I really do. Uh, okay. Uh, what is your favorite holiday tradition? That's a hard one. I have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I do lots yeah. of this. I I'm crazy with traditions. I'm d- d- irrational with them. And now that I have a child, I'm really irrational with them. Yeah. <laughs> I just well, I, Christmas I wanna... is so much more fun with kids. It is, and with and with instilling these traditions, and you know, we just do. You know, for instance, every Christmas Eve, my father and his wife come over. We have a lovely dinner. My dad reads us a child's Christmas in Wales before we go to bed. Have you ever oh, read that? Nice. It's beautiful. And then we usually do a, a lovely supper, and then we wake up Christmas morning and have that together before they go back to their home. I usually do a present for my husband and I'll write him a Christmas poem and I'll hide it in the forest. I'll roll it up like a scroll and put a ribbon around it and I'll hide it somewhere. And he's a scavenger hunt in the forest to find a present. And I usually hang it in a, in a tree or under a rock or something like that where he has to go looking for it in the woods. That's cute. Yeah, little things like, like that. that. We, you know, we light candles and we go into the snow. We do that on New Year's too. We go into the snow and we do a snow, a fire in the snow. And we... Um, we light candles and we have a little snack of oranges and chocolate by the fire in the woods and just nice, pure, wintry things to do every year that my child can count on and our family can count on. Great. That sounds wonderful. All right. Uh, what do you prefer, Scrooge or the Grinch? Oh, Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, you prefer? Um, well, I love both and I do yeah. love animation. Yes. Uh, but uh but yeah no i'm a huge christmas carol junkie and uh, so i gotta go with scrooge <laughs> sisterhood i hear you yeah but they're very similar i mean they're yeah. both <laughs> uh so i have i enjoy both uh okay okay clear lights or colored okay so it's been clear forever always just the the beautiful ethereal white lights and white branches I just love that aesthetic but mm-hmm. now that I've got this little boy I've got a strand of colored lights I wrap around some branches in his room at Christmas and I'm kind of digging oh, that lately mm-hmm. and I love the you know the nostalgic look of that like from the 50s and 60s you yeah. see those ones. I'm kind of digging that lately too I might do that this year outside I'm not sure yeah, I think that I I think that colored lights are fun for the outside for sure but then I usually have just white on my tree a ditto um, Similar taste. But then I got upstairs for uh, my office. uh, I got, since I work from home, I got a little white tree, which I was really excited about with colored lights. Because I always wanted a white tree, but I never had quite the guts to do the full white tree. (laughs) Oh, I'd love to see a photo. That sounds lovely. (laughs) Yeah. So that was really fun. And good. Uh, so I'm excited. I think that like, I think that lights are going to be really big this year. I mean, they're always big, but I think that I means because it's something you can do socially distanced. You can you yeah. know, put up lights and share and watch, go look at other people's lights and all you of that stuff. Right. So I, I think I, that's going to be a big thing this year. I think you're right. I didn't even think about that. I haven't thought that far ahead, but people can drive to neighborhoods safely and mm-hmm. drive through and look at their display. You're right. I yeah. bet it is be bigger this year. Yeah. We need this stuff, don't we? We really yeah. do. I certainly do. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Snowball fight or build a snowman. Which would you prefer? Oh, snowman. I hate fighting of any kind. I don't care. And I can't yeah. throw. So building snowman. Uh-huh. There we go. Okay, good. Okay. Would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're just I'm an serious, artist. I'm serious about that. 
Yeah. yeah. I even do, I've got a lovely thing I like to do. One of the traditions, do you know salt dough? Have you ever tried salt dough? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do salt dough um, Christmas tags. So I'll do the salt dough and then I'll get Aww. a cookie cutter. I do like a star or a heart and then I will bake the salt dough and with a little hole in the top and then I'll do a little satin ribbon through that for the tag to tie. And then I usually hand paint it. And I'm I, now this year, I probably won't because usually I do the year, you know, 2020 or something. This year, I don't mm-hmm. think I'll remind anybody of the 2020. <laughs> so I might just do initials or names or maybe a little, a beautiful word, perhaps. Like you know, hope like or, or hope. Yeah. hope. yeah, I think that's what I might do. So it's a gift tag, but I, it can be like an ornament as well. That's a great, so, I love that. I've never heard of that. That's wonderful. You should try it. It's really a fun yeah. thing to on an afternoon. I like it. Great. Okay. So we have the last one. Last question is, do you have an ugly Christmas sweater and what does it look like? Okay. I don't think any of my sweaters are ugly, but people may tend to differ with me on that. Uh I happen to collect the old, um, you know, those sort of Norwegian, the Scandinavian sweaters. Mm -hmm. Um, I love those. So people may say they're ugly. I wear them year round, (laughs) snowflakes and all that stuff. So that's all a matter of taste. I think they're beautiful. I don't know if anybody else does. That's so maybe great. I have about seven ugly yeah. sweaters. <laughs> You're like, excuse me. I like this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wear it that's proudly. great. Yes. Well, and at least your sweaters are authentic as opposed to like purposely buying something ugly. Yeah, and like and some I don't people want to do. support that. I would rather mm-hmm. repurpose things. And yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want to, we We've got yeah. enough in the world. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for talking. This was so much fun to get to talk with you and get to know you. Oh, and you we're excited me. to have you in the Hallmark family. I'm uh, so excited to be here. I'm so touched that you talked to me. That's so sweet today. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great to have more uh, more female directors in, in the Hallmark world and have you doing both of these movies this Christmas. That's great. We're really excited to see both. And uh, so thank you so much for coming. And I don't know if you have anything that you want to share as far as any kind of, I don't think you're on social media, but do you have anything? Oh, yeah. No, I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram as Euro Fairy. Okay, great. It's okay. an odd name, I know. <laughs> an odd spelling, but you'll find me somehow uh, through Nikki or, or Ben or Rukia or I'm around. I'm awesome. in the home. Such an odd name. You can't miss it. Um, I okay. just feel so blessed to be part of all this with all the good energy and it's lovely to talk to you that's awesome so we'll have that in the description section everybody can follow you on instagram and uh, if you're listening let us know what you think of all the things we've talked about uh, in the comment section or you can let us know on twitter and we'd love to hear your thoughts and that would be great and we'll look forward to the movies and thanks again for coming in and talking with us thank you happy halloween merry christmas <laughs> <laughs> happy halloween <laughs> bye bye